0: Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 14. Matthew 7, 13 through 14.
1: Go ahead. Enter by the narrow gate, wide is the gate, broad is the way that leads to destruction. There are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way that leads to life.
0: All right, thank you, Rob. Uh, that, that's good. Can you, can you give me a an interpretation of that? Uh, that's, no, that's perfect. Uh, so, so, you know, we've all heard the phrase majority rules. Uh, thankfully, our Constitution kind of limits how much power that actually holds in our government. Otherwise, we'd be in a, probably a lot more mess than we're already in. Um, but still, you know, a lot of like small-scale decisions are made by you know majority rules. So we're doing this. Um, you know, but, but what about our spiritual decisions? You know, I mean, who sh- who should we we be looking for? Who should we be following? Who should we, we who should we be listening to? Um, so why do the majority choose the broad path? Yep, a lot easier. Anybody else? I mean, that's. Yep, yep, so you do what you want and don't have to worry about anybody else. Uh, yeah, no, yep, yeah, no effort. Uh, Satan can make it pretty tempting, too, so... You don't have to be
2: responsible
0: the other way. Yep, exactly, exactly. So why so few on the narrow path? I mean, kind of the inverse of that. Um, you know, it, it, it demands obedience, it demands loyalty, um, and you actually have to, um, well, I mean, self-discipline, but you actually have to submit uh, to an authority. So, uh, based on that, you know, should we allow majority rule to influence, you know, our our walk? Um, And the obvious answer to that is is no. Um, So the the tie into authority here is if we want to be on the narrow path that's talked about here, uh, then there is an authority that we have to answer to. um, And we have to rely on Jesus' authority and the authority of His Word uh, to make sure that we remain on that narrow path. So uh, there are several uh, well-known passages that, you know, that we often refer to when speaking about scriptural authority. Um, and before we get to that, you know, just, just the word authority, um, if you look at the first, you know, six letters, it's author. Um, so, I mean, you know, we, we know who the author of this, of this book is. Um, so clearly that, you know, with just us in the room, we, we already know what authority that we need to follow. Um, but this is more about how, to, how do we take How do we take that message and take it outside and, you know, relay that to other people? Um, But if someone uh, would get for me Psalm 18, verse 30. Yeah, go ahead. His way is perfect; the the word proves true. And then I'll read uh, Psalm twelve six. Psalm twelve six. It reads, "The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times." So you know, seven is just a, a one way of saying perfect. So uh, His word is perfect. And then if someone would grab Second uh, Timothy three sixteen, we reference this one a lot. Second Timothy three sixteen. Go ahead. Every so scripture comes from God is for you know that. And then in 1 Corinthians 1437, First 1 Corinthians 14:37, Paul says, "If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I'm writing to you are a command of the Lord." So Paul is con- confirming here that, that his letters aren't just his empty words, um, but they're actually from God. So a lot of the scriptures that I'm also going to be pointing out, you know, speak directly to Jesus's authority, uh, you know, specifically. Um, But, you know, I I think we kind of all understand that both of those things are completely intertwined. Um, But just to just to solidify that, uh, let's read John 1, 1 through 5. Somebody would grab that for me. John 1, 1 through 5. Go ahead.
3: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in the darkness, and the darkness did not come.
0: Okay. And uh, a corollary passage to that that I want to read just real quick is Hebrews one, one through four. Someone else will get that and we'll kinda look at those two and compare those two. Hebrews one one through four. Go ahead. All right, what are some things that, that jump out at you in that passage there? Yeah, regardless of what happened in the past, the one that we listen to right now is you know, the one that we teach. Yeah. And, and uh, we do that because God is the, the, the answer to God. The God. Yep, exactly. And, Yeah, so the, the things that I kind of underline is just like things that really popped out at me is uh, you know air of all things, so you know it's, it's a pretty strong strong term there. And then you know the in verse uh, in verse three, uh, it's almost exactly like like John 1:1. 1, 1. I mean, he's the exact imprint of God's nature. Speaking about about Jesus, um, upholds the universe by the word of his power. Um, so clearly, there's some authority there. Um, you know, and also it says, you know, after making purification for sins, so, so he purifies us from sin, so he, he is saving us, you know, in that regard. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then we, in turn, uh, bring God to others by shining his light, which is what's kind of referred to in that John 1, 4 through 5. Um, so I like comparing those two I, I thought was pretty cool. So, looking deeper into uh, Jesus's authority, and specifically like what He says about His authority, um, let's read the Great Commission. It's Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through twenty. Someone would read that for us. Good, Go ahead. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and
4: on earth. Go therefore and make disciples." nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things which I have created you, and, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age.
0: So what does Jesus say about his authority here? Yeah,
2: all authority.
0: Yeah, all authority. So, I mean, I take that to mean everywhere, everything, past, present, future, all authority. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And uh, if in Colossians uh, 1, 13 through 18, Colossians 1, 13 through 18, uh, some people in Colossae, they were saying that, you know, they were still trying to hold on to that old law and, and saying that people needed more than just Jesus. Um, but what does, what does Paul say about, about the authority of Christ here in this passage, if someone would read it for us? Uh Colossians one thirteen through eighteen. Go ahead. So somebody want to tackle this one it's i mean it's like every verse is just chock full of of stuff about the the power and the authority of christ so um what what jumped out at you I think so. I think so. You want to read that one for us just by itself?
5: For in him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, where the thrones or dominions or the rulers or authorities. All things have been cre- created through him and for
0: him. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty powerful little. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that that last verse there calls him, you know, the the head of the body. Um, I mean, where would any body be without a head? Um, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, no 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 purpose, no direction. No life, and and a common word that you know that we would say you know for this would be lost, um, which would be you know not saved. Um, so I you know we can't be saved outside of Him just based on on that alone. Um, anybody else? I I kind of underline that all things hold together in Him because I mean, you know if He can if He can hold the universe together then. And that's very true. That's very true. Anybody else got comments on this? There's a lot of stuff here. All right, so, you know, we've, we've pretty much, by all of that, you know, we we know that Jesus has all authority evidenced by just what we've read so far. Um, so, taking that, um, we sh- it should be fairly easy for us to prove that all authority rests on him as far as remaining on that narrow road and remaining in, in salvation. Um, so, I mean, shouldn't shouldn't it be an easy answer to say, yes, we need to rely on, on Jesus' words uh, to be saved? And, I, and, you know, I think the, the easy answer to that is yes. Uh, so one more, uh, well, not one more, but the next passage we'll look at is John 12, 44 through 50. And you guys got to talk more because I'm a little more than halfway done and we're at 7.15, so you guys got to talk a little bit more or I got to slow down one. Go ahead. And Jesus cried
5: out and said, He who believes in me, he who believes in me does not believe in me, but in him who sent me. And he who beholds me, Behold the one who sent me. I have come as light into the world, and everyone who believes in me may not remain in darkness. And if anyone hears my sayings and does not keep them, I will not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my sayings, as, as uh, one who judges, himself, judges him the world, I spake in which will judge him in the last days. For I did not speak on my own invitation, but the Father himself who sent me and gave me comm- commitment that to say and what to speak. And I know that his commandments To eternal life. Therefore the things I speak, I speak just as the Father has told me.
0: All right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a difference between realizing, uh, you know, who has the authority versus respecting that. So, I mean, you know, it, it's easy for people, you know, that break the law. They know the cops have the authority to arrest them and whatnot, but you know, they don't, they don't have respect for that. So, that's the. Yeah, I think Matt was just talking the other day about the different types of soil. I mean, so so we know that some people just it's not going to either it's not going to grow at all or it's going to, you know, grow a little bit and then completely go away. Um so yeah, I mean, it's very unfortunate. Um I guess I guess our job is to uh not judge that soil prematurely and we just sow the seed, you know. Um so
4: if You, you right. The problem we have is we judge the soil. Yeah.
2: talks about, and like in verse 47, if anyone hears my words and does not believe, well that doesn't mean just a comprehend actually doing it, it's mm-hmm. not just believe in the sense of, uh, I accept it, I believe it, that's it, it's a, it's a uh, doing the word, is what he says here, and he says it's a standard of judgment, he says I don't judge it, but the words that I have spoken, the same shall judge
4: him the last day. Uh, so we have a standard judgment. How is the person going to be judged on judgment on the uh, judgment day by the word that he that spoke? He's That's exactly so right. a standard, you know, authority, I think, that you'd like yep. to bring it out
2: with. Yep, standard, yeah,
0: so my authority. my first question under this was, was what does Jesus say about his authority? Yep. And, you know, his authority is his word. Right. Um. And then, you know, his words are also, you know, whose words? They're they're God's words. They're directly from from God. Um, so I think that, that this this is one, one of those other passages that just kind of ties in that Jesus' Jesus's authority is the Word's authority, is God's authority. They're all the same. Um, so uh, looking at, you know, back in, uh, where does he say... Right. 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 I mean, that's kind of the. Uh, I mean, that's that's the foundation, isn't it? Like, if, if we don't have, if we don't accept that this alone is authority, then we're not going to go anywhere, uh, no, no matter what else we talk about after that. Um, because, I mean, is it? Is it the words of our family or friends or even preachers that have authority? No, um, I mean, you know, we're all supposed to encourage each other. Uh, you know, we hope to get encouragement from our family and friends. Um, we hope to learn from our family and friends. We hope to learn from our preachers. But you know, what's the bottom line question? Yeah, what does the Bible say about it? That's that's the bottom line question. And you know, it it doesn't matter what family or friends and and you get into uh, you know a lot of issues with that, with, you know, everybody's family backgrounds is tied into, you know, all kinds of different things. And, and if we start feeling bad because uh, we're going a, a different route than, than our grandparents went, well, then we're following our grandparents' authority and not God's authority. And so we got to make sure that we're all on, on God's, God's page and not, not our grandparents um, if they weren't on the same road with us, you know, so to speak.
4: When you you go to study with somebody, here's what I find, you know, in my own, uh, and and these guys can tell you. I mean, we're up in Massachusetts, we're talking to the folks, and eventually they bring up something about religion, Mm
2: -hmm. right? And uh, I try to establish the
4: first thing: the Bible will be the authority. In other words, whatever the Bible teaches, because they'll always bring in things about their pastor, their church, what they believe, their family. Whatever, and and you got to get them to the authority of the scriptures. And if they don't have that, if you don't bring them to this, will be the authority. You'll go chasing rabbits,
0: you will go all different directions. And so,
4: that I find is a big help right out of the gate, and it cuts down on a lot of personal feelings, any animosity, and uh, and it brings it back to the final word. Right.
0: That'll go a long way. Right, because even us as someone that's that's reaching out and teaching someone else, yeah. if we relay that, you know, we're we're speaking from this. We're not you know, it's not it's not Chris talk it's not my idea that I came up with last night. Like it's um,
5: But I've heard people say that it was good enough for them, it's good enough for me. Right, right. And it doesn't matter what the Bible says, as long as it was good enough for them.
0: Right. And it's a very personal issue, and I mean it can be very uh, touchy and emotional, and it's uh, you know it's not it's not it's not an easy topic to broach a lot of times. Um, so yeah, I mean that that can be that can be tough. Um, I've heard someone say, you know, if um, you know, speaking of like family members that have, that have passed on, you know, if what do you think that that person would tell you to do right now? You know, I mean. Yeah And I think it's in Luke, uh, uh, Lazarus that's uh, on, on the wrong side, um, and, and wants wants someone to go go reach out to his right, yeah, to reach out to his family members and say, you know, hey, straighten up. Um, Jack, do you have a comment.
6: Same Bible. We study the same Bible. But
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we we know that that's why you know Christ instituted the church because uh, I mean, when when he first came, I mean, it was a pretty radical change, Um, and people were leaving their families. You know, they had to leave their families to start following Christ. Um, So, I mean, that's why that's why the church is here. Um, So, kind of getting back getting back unless somebody else has a comment. Okay, perfect. We're doing good.
3: you look at this passage we're in and John, it, says, like that word judge there means "condemn," And it says that Jesus did not come to condemn the world. That's not why he came here. He came to save the world. So I think a lot of times we
2: forget that, that um, and we put a negative spin on it, that
0: So Jesus is here to save us. read John three seventeen, please. Yeah, I bet you can
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you going to read it?
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world
0: through him might be saved. All right. So, I mean, it says exactly, and that passage is exactly what it said uh, earlier in John 12. But it says that through him, the world might be saved, and that's not the same, that, that, that he just came to the Lord as a man. Oh, right.
2: Yep, that's true.
0: That's true. And we'll actually look at look at a verse next that talks directly to that. Um, before we get there, uh, in 2 Thessalonians 1.8, kind, of the, kind of the counterthought to what we just read. In 2 Thessalonians 1.8, uh, the last part of that verse says, "...inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of, of our Lord Jesus." So the ones that the ones that believe and and submit to that authority and and are on that narrow path will be saved. Um, Whereas you know you know we know that the word has come will judge us on that last day, and there will be an infliction of vengeance um, on those that don't obey. So I think that's you know it's pretty strong language. Um, So let's see. We already covered the rest of my points there. So, going back to Sharon's point about he is the only way, like, being saved through him, going through him is the only way. If someone would read uh, John 10, 7 through 10. John 10, 7 through 10. All right, so what does Jesus mean by saying that, that he is the door? Yep, that's right. That's right. And he, he's, he's the only way in. Um, and so, you know, what, is, what does that say about, about his authority? It's obviously like, there is no other door. We're not jumping through a window. Um, he's the one that lets us in, and he's also the one that keeps us safe. No the authority that Yep. Exactly. Therefore, man has no leeway whatsoever to change anything that he is up Exactly. And uh so, who who's the thief in this passage? Yep. Yep. Say false teachers. I mean, Satan himself. I mean, yep. All right. Any other comments on that one? We're going to go to another John passage. Uh, John 14, 1 through 6. 14, 1 through 6. Go ahead. So, how does Jesus describe his power and authority here? Yep. So, the only way. So, uh, that might be why the road is narrow, right? Yep. Yep. All right, so, I mean, we we all know that that Jesus is the only way to relationship with God. You know, we all know that. It's important to be able to relay that, you know, outside the doors. Um, And and speaking to that, uh, in John 17, 16 through 17, um, you know, Jesus is praying here for his his disciples um, because he knows how tough it's going to be for them once once he leaves. Um, but if someone would read for me, uh, actually start back in verse, let's see, start back in verse 14, and let's, let's read 17, 14 through 17.
4: I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Brother,
0: is that it? Uh, yeah, did you go to 17? Yeah, that's that's it. All right, Vic, so what's that saying? Well, you've got,
2: uh, you got sanctification, which means to set apart. That's right.
4: That's right. By the
0: word of God,
2: as
4: far as our obedience to that. And that is where he puts his power, it's through his word. The word is truth. Truth is very important, like John 4. Uh, those who worship God must worship in spirit and truth. Many people worship God, but not according to truth. His word. Because, again, his word has the authority. He always comes back to the authority of the word. Mm-hmm. That's where our authority should be in religion. Um, say fourteen. I have given you the word. They've got the word, and the world hated them because. Okay, so if we preach the word, here's what's going to happen. Not everybody's going to accept what we have to say. Yeah, yep, that's right. They're going to hate you, and usually people that's closest to you. You know, that's what's going to happen. Yep. I do not pray for you that you should take them out of the world like us as Christians it doesn't take us out of the you of right. the world. Right.
2: But that you should keep
4: them from evil and the devil from taking our soul. That's you know, you follow. And they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world, because we are bought with a price. And as it sanctified them, or said with Mark, by your truth, your word is true.
0: Yep, so I have a, I wrote a little note in my Bible that says, uh, live distinct from the world, but not distant from it. So, I mean, if, if we you know keep ourselves in this nice little building and, and stay nice and cozy in here, um, then we're not doing what it says to do in, in, in the end of Matthew. Uh, you know, we got to go out there. So, um, exactly, exactly, and that's why Jesus is saying, "Don't, don't take them, don't take him out of the world." Um, yeah, exactly. So, so the disciples were not of the world um, because what path were they walking? They were walking that narrow path. Um, And they were being kept on that path because they were being sanctified and set apart by his word. Yeah, Jack.
6: I don't know their membership is,
0: but they're I mean, yeah, and probably even a more astounding number would be the, the people that hold no beliefs at all. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. So um Yeah, so I mean that goes back to it. actually I mean let's just go ahead let's just go ahead and make a full circle and and read again that first passage, Matthew seven, thirteen through fourteen. seven
2: thirteen
1: and fourteen. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. There are few who find it.
0: So our, our focus has to be on the scriptures. Um, to stay on that, that narrow narrow path um you know that's that's how we're set apart that's how we're sanctified and that's that's how we you know that is the the entry gates to God's kingdom um do you have a comment yeah Yes.